This is Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. Your host, Carl Valeri, has over a decade of experience counseling pilots. Aviation Careers Podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal. Here is your host, Carl Valeri. Welcome to the inspirational, informational, and transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. Today, we answer your questions. But before we begin, a few words from our sponsors. Remember, if you do have questions, you can email us at feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. Until Christmas, we're going to have 25% off the Aerospace Scholarships Guide online. All you need to do is type in the coupon code Merry Christmas at checkout, and you get 25% off. That enables you one-year access to the Scholarships Guide. So run out and get that Scholarships Guide. Normally $10, you're getting 25% off at checkout. So remember the coupon code, Merry Christmas at checkout. Don't forget also there's other courses and also career coaching and other technical courses. Visit aviationcareerspodcast.com, click on the courses, and I'll bring you there. Well, let's get started with some of the questions uh, and your feedback. I really appreciate it. So let's start with the first one here. It says, um, starts with, finally got back around to Aviation Careers podcast from listening to many other podcasts while at work. And I'm listening to the second one, episode 170. Since I stopped listening to Aviation Careers podcast and started listening to Stuck Mike Avcast and a few others like UCAP. Oh, I appreciate you listening to the other one, Stuck Mike. Uh, there's some really cool stuff about flying and aviation there. It's a little more technical. It's more for people that are looking to learn to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly, that type of thing. Anyway, he continues. While listening, uh, he says he watches the YouTube channels that he likes and thinks of other ones he likes, including uh, Trent Palmer, who is doing a daily vlog of his Air Venture trip. That's pretty cool. I actually uh, will do a link at the bottom, by the way, of that uh, link to that uh, vlog that you're talking about. Really cool stuff that he's got out there. He continues. You talk about some of the things in a letter, and I'm doing math, seeing that I can do 10 years at a regional and then 20 in a major. Then you give the age of the listener, and you say he's 31. And I'm yelling at him in my head, and it's, he's not too old. Then there's a ton of Eric Crump giving awesome information about getting the best from visiting a college and selling his program. But then you read the end of the letter about the listener saying he was at Oshkosh before being born. And I think, that's cool. I'm not alone. A few moments later, I realize, hey, that's me. I then, so giddy, I I had to pause the podcast and do a, a little dance. So joyful that it was such an awesome podcast that came from the question and hope to see both Carl in his first Air Venture this year and Eric at Air Venture. It's been 14 years for me. A new tower, night show, and expanded Camp Scholar. So excited and grateful for your work here. Well, I appreciate it. We will put a link to that pod, to that YouTube channel. And by the way, this is uh, July uh, that we're answering questions from, and I did not, I was not able to make it to Air Venture uh, because of a, a family situation. But I appreciate that feedback, and hopefully, I will make it next year. That's actually the toughest time for me to get off work is during Air Venture. I actually had it off this year, but something else came up uh, and had to deal with that. Anyway, moving on to the next question. It says, hey there, I've always wanted to fly and have recently thought about it possibly being a career. Unfortunately, I made a horrible mistake last year and got myself a DUI. I've done some research and it looks like with that on my record that I would get passed up for hiring. Any thoughts, any advice, other aviation careers possibly? I can't be the only pilot hopeful with this conundrum. Thank you in advance for your podcast. It's amazing. Well, thanks. Uh, one of the things you can look at, if you do have a DUI, there's uh, the possibility of still getting hired. 
some uh, folks are hiring people even though they do have a DUI on their record. So uh, don't think it's absolutely impossible for you to get hired. It will be more difficult. Uh, I won't say it won't. And also, as time goes on and that goes in your background, further and further in your background with any no other instance on your record, it's uh, it'll make it a little bit better, of course, to try to get hired. But yes, people do get hired with DUIs on their record, obviously, because uh, some of the airlines do have to deal with some of the strict rules in certain countries. Here in the U.S., of course, we got Canada to the north, which can be quite difficult to get into. If you do have a DUI, there's a whole process you have to go through. Uh, part of it's becoming like a, an, a citizen uh, or, excuse me, a resident of the country. And uh, and believe me, I've had a lot of experience with that. So that's a one of the biggest reasons there also, obviously, um, it's just uh, liability on the, the side of the, the airline. So they, they do would rather you not have that on your record, but you do, and you can make sure you can explain your way through that. So, uh, But there are people getting hired at the airlines. You don't have to totally discount it. Yes, there's other jobs in aviation uh, out there, but uh, but you do have to explain why, you know, when you finally do go to an interview, you know, why this happened and the mistake you made and how you learned from it, that type of thing. But it's not going to totally discount you, of course, uh, but still, it, it will make it a little more difficult, but I wouldn't totally give up on the dream right now. Anyway, continue on to the next question. I am 41 years old and have been in the technology field since I graduated from college in 2001 with a bachelor's degree in computer information systems. For all my time in IT, I've not been able to get above the $50,000 in income. Uh, one year I made sixty. actually, he says. I'm currently a network engineer and have two direct reports, and the company I work for will not be giving me a raise. I've always wanted to fly and believe it would be an awesome career. I don't want to move from my rural farm, but I don't see a way to improve my financial status in IT. Is there a way to enter the aviation field and earn 75000 or better that you're talking about and not have to move from my rural home? Well, the simple answer to that question is there is a way, but it means commuting. And I looked at where you are, and uh, this person's in Michigan, and there are some airports there that are served by some of the regionals, and you can always commute on an airplane to some of the major hubs around there. Of course, you have Milwaukee, Chicago, Detroit. Those are cities that you could uh, commute by airplane, and if you had to, you can commute by car. I have that situation for myself where I commute, but I also have to one of our cities that we serve, but I also can actually fly to that city from here if I want to and to commute down there. And you kind of have that option if you look at some of the airlines that are, are based out there in, uh, in Michigan, Detroit especially. So is there a possibility? Uh, I'm going to say yes, but the possibility, it comes with obviously having to commute. So uh, trying to stay where you are, especially in a more rural environment, might be a little more difficult for you uh, just because of the fact of where you are, but it's not impossible. I mean, there's lots of people out there that actually are in, in that type of environment. Now, uh, you mentioned the 75000 Again, there's a lot of people out there that are doing things like uh, having these bonuses that they pay and signing bonuses, et cetera. And those are great. Uh, look at the fine print. Make sure it really is a bonus structure that's going to give you $75,000 within that first year. Some of them are paid out over a time frame, and in reality, you're going to have to get from point A to point B, and you're not going to make that kind of money right away. Uh, you're going to have to build time. In other words, you're going to have to do some flight instructing, stuff like that. But don't give up on it. Yes, you can. There's lots of people that are in rural America and uh, in areas where they just 
have to commute out of. They just have to take a drive, uh, take a flight, and get to their actual destination where they're going to work from. Again, you've heard me talk about commuting. Just a, a little side note there. I have, you know, I had somebody in my crash pad in New York, and we used to talk about this all the time. He lives in what he considers his paradise. He loves where he lives, and he doesn't want to move. So he winds up sometimes doing two-leg commutes, meaning he fl- has two flights to get to his job. But he won't he won't leave that area because he absolutely loves it. Sounds like you're in the same boat. You absolutely love it. You just go into this with your eyes wide open and realize that, yes, you can do this, but you're going to take a little bit of time away from being home due to commuting. Uh, obviously, uh, that is going to be just a big part of it. So hopefully that answers your question. You can do it. Uh, but there's other, and, and by the way, don't forget, there's other opportunities in flying, especially in some certain corporate flying. There's businesses in your area everywhere where there's somebody that uses that airplane as a tool. So don't discount some of those jobs. Are they going to make that much money starting off right away? Probably not, but uh, eventually you can build up to that point. Uh, so don't don't give up hope. Just keep looking. That's the biggest thing. Uh, my advice to you is just keep on looking and, and just go out there and try to find something. Maybe today, just uh, t- start perusing, you know, different flight departments, who has what and where you can go. So I hope you uh, hope that helps. Okay, on to the next question. Uh, says, uh, first of all, I want to thank you so much for the passion that you have in your aviation to put together this podcast and to reach out and encourage aviation enthusiasts and professionals at all levels. I came across your podcast last week and have only listened to one episode. It took me a week to listen to the entire episode because I had to stop and take notes and look up some of the great resources that were mentioned. And I'm hooked. So I appreciate what you and the other hosts are doing for us listeners. You know, hopefully some of those resources, by the way, they might be in the show notes. Sometimes they aren't. I know we start mentioning things and then we get all excited and sometimes forget to put every single resource in the show notes. We try to, but sometimes we do miss them. So a uh, good idea. Just pause and then uh, and click on some of those resources possibly that are in the podcast. I try to make the links, by the way, in the show notes so that you can continue listening and it'll just open up uh, a new web page so that you don't uh, have to lose where your position when you're listening. So he continues. Um, I'll give you some context before going into my question. I came across your podcast because I'm currently in an airline employee working as a tax accountant. I've always had a passion for planes and aviation, which is why I'm thrilled to work at an airline and was always hoping to get at least my private pilot license. Recently, in trying to manage the upcoming pilot shortage, our airline announced several programs that will kickstart over the next year to start opening up more pipelines to develop future pilots. One of these pipelines excuse me, is taking current employees who met certain minimum requirements, for instance, like a 100 hours and private pilot certificate, years of service with the airline, having their third class medical, etc., those requirements to apply for a competitive program where applicants who get accepted will be given a defined track of completing the flight training, working for one of their regionals, and ultimately becoming a major airline pilot at our airline. That announcement sent goosebumps across my body, and I've been eagerly looking into, while also carefully counting the cost, how to position myself to apply. I have zero flight experience, so I will have to start with getting my private pilot license. I came across your podcast because I've been looking at any resources I can, so I can start learning more about the aviation industry and careers. 
After subscribing to your podcast, I looked up and landed on episode 155, Will I Be Too Old By The Time I Get Enough Flight Hours? This episode piqued my interest because I am currently 37 years old and, as mentioned, have zero flight experience. I was thankful to hear an encouraging response during the episode, and so I'm looking forward to this journey. And now, getting to the question. I'm looking at getting my private pilot certificate. As a father of three awesome kids, all under six years old, with an amazing wife who is thanklessly staying at home to raise our three kids, we rely on just my paycheck to make ends meet. I know that private pilot costs several thousand dollars to obtain, and getting the 100 flight hours to apply for the program will have a significant cost even beyond the private pilot certificate. My wife and I have fought intensely to get out of debt, and I'm thankful to say we only have our mortgage left and have vowed to not borrow ever again. With all that said, I believe or I will be seeking as many scholarships as possible to help fund this endeavor. You mentioned in that episode that Aerospace Scholarships Guide is mainly geared towards higher ratings beyond the private pilot certificate. I was considering getting the guide, but I'm wondering if there is another resource out there that pulls together scholarship opportunities for the private pilot. Greatly appreciate the time you're giving to read this message. I look forward to hearing from you. By the way, let's, let's address that first of all. And like I said, it's 25% off uh, the scholarships guide online. It's only $10 until Christmas. So you can get that for 25% off. So with that said, there are quite a few private pilot certificates out there. The reason I say that most of them are out there that are beyond the private pilot certificate, because there are so many scholarships that, and new scholarships that are being uh, put forth for people to advance their ratings. So we're seeing some of the private pilot scholarships be, being outnumbered by all the other scholarships. And that kind of makes sense if you think about it, because the private pilot is just one rating. You have the instrument, the commercial, your CFI. Uh, you have other things like glider ratings and that type of thing. So that is one of the reasons why I say that these are primarily uh, beyond the private pilot certificate because there are so many more scholarship opportunities out there. Now, with that said, are there scholarships for the private pilot? Yes, there's lots of them there. I think also I mentioned that there's many scholarships for folks that are, say, in high school and in college, so that eliminates a, a quite a few out there, but there are a lot that are through AOPA, EAA, and through the women in aviation, there's so many more scholarships out there that are being put forth that enable you to use it for any rating, not just your instrument, but especially for the private pilot. So we're seeing more and more of those out there. So keep watching uh, and, and you'll see those scholarships come to fruition. But as far as a resource, yeah, we have uh, quite a few in the private pilot certificate category. Uh, you brought up a, a good point, though. And something that I haven't really thought of and is to maybe start breaking things down even more in our guide as to which ones are eligible for the private, for the instrument, that kind of thing. Uh, some will overlap a little in the index, uh, but I'm willing to do that. I think that's a, a good way to search for all that. Uh, so uh, I think we're going to start looking at doing that. So so thanks so much for the feedback. Yes, we have private pilot certificates in there. Um, most of these that you see, the scholarships, are a lot of time through collegiate programs, and that's why uh, I said that because you normally are involved in a collegiate program that uh, gives out those scholarships because there are so many collegiate scholarships just for the private pilot certificate. Anyway, good luck with that, and uh, you have a lot of planning to do. Your family is the most important. Uh, getting those hours, I know it seems like a daunting task, but there's many ways to do that. Try to think outside the box. Don't think that you have to build those hours on your own. Uh, getting your certificate 
you can actually, um, by in, in flying hours, just paying for it. There's other ways to do that, banner towing. Uh, there's uh, ways to do it like, uh, excuse me, with the towing gliders, that type of thing. Get into a club, share flying with people. There's there's so many ways that you can build flight time. But uh, I wish you luck on that. And yes, it's cool that the airlines are doing this. They're coming up with all these programs. I remember when they first came out, some of the airlines, uh, people were very skeptical about uh, whether they'll be able to do that. You know, to, to actually have these programs where they're able to just be able to have the the point A to point B from zero time to actual airline pod. And I really think that, that that's going to happen. I really do. So anyway, thanks for the email. Uh, moving on to our next one. It's a comment on a success story. It says, Carl and team, I earned my flight instructor's airplane certificate on the 4th of August, and I'm humbled and honored beyond words. Hey, if, if I can do it with my wife in, in college and seven kids and a full-time job, I hope that's an inspiration to others. Do something today to move forward in your career. Great words, say flying. Well, you know, I appreciate your saying that, especially after this person's comment, uh, just uh, in question, you know, having all those children and moving forward in your career. I think that's quite, quite exciting. Anyway, let's move on to the next question. Uh, it says, I just wanted to let you know how much this podcast has meant to me. Two years ago, I was thinking about getting back in aviation. Your show really spurred me to get back in the cockpit. I stumbled on your podcast on my way to EAA Air Venture. When I got there, I found out that everyone was looking for pilots. I hadn't flown in years, and recruiters were asking for my resume. I raced home and told my wife about what I had seen and heard. She was encouraging me to get get my CFI and get back to flying again. That's awesome. I knew that it would be several years before I had enough hours to go to the airlines and possibly a few more after that before finances would allow me to take the pay cut. Long story short, I con contracted to several flight schools and flew so many hours as a part-time instructor in the last year and a half that I got my finances in order and was hired by an airline. I'm currently in training right now. Throughout the last couple of years, I would listen to your podcast as a way to further myself during my commutes. Sometimes the road ahead seems very daunting, but all you can do is take one step. Right, Carl? <laughs> By the way, I'd love to talk about this whole process when I'm done training, if you would have me. I'd love to have you on. By the way, I, I have a link at the bottom. Of, I'm doing this now on every podcast. I probably should put it in the right column of the, of the uh, show notes or on the, on the web page, is uh, how to be a guest on Aviation Careers Podcast. I'd love to have you on. Um, sometimes we have people on and, and we can't use some of the material because of some requirements with the airline they work for. But let's get you on. We'll record uh, once the airline he hears it and says, okay, yeah, you can release that. You're usually off and running and we can go forward and move forward and uh, use that on our podcast. I really appreciate that. I love it. I love to hear you know back from you folks about some of the different things that you've uh, done and the and the challenges you've had in life and also like this person this this success story and I think that's really really important. Uh, well, that's it for this episode as far as questions and answers. We're going to try to get out some more uh, episodes as much as we can. If you want to be a guest on the show, we're going to start doing a a normal editorial recording. 
uh, session. We don't know when it is. I think it might land on uh, 8.30 p.m. on a Wednesday. Uh, so if you want to be on this show or a Stuck Mike Avcast, we are probably going to start doing a regular recording on those days. We haven't picked it yet, so that's, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, otherwise, you can go out there and through the video, it explains how you can schedule yourself for the podcast. We can do it over the phone. Uh, it's it, We can do it in person if you're here in Florida or if I'm on the road, we can do it in person. Or we normally like to do it over Skype because that's uh, the best way to record it. But we'd love to have you on. And one of the most important things, as you've heard from the people on this show and in these uh, emails here, is to make sure that when you're involved in any career, no matter what you're doing in life, if you want to move forward in your career, your life, your business, whatever it may be, the worst thing you can do, the worst thing you can do is nothing. You know, it's take take one step right now. Take one step today to move forward in your life, in your career, in your business. And the reason you're going to do that is because if you do nothing, you're going to move and you're probably going to move backwards. You're not going to move forward. That one thing that I want you to do today may not be something dramatic. Uh, Don't think it's going to be something like, oh, I'm going to quit my job. It's going to be something small. It could be something like just researching something, going out there, buying the scholarships guide, doing something that is good for you psychologically, reading some really good books about careers and possibly an encore career, whatever it may be in your life. But I want you to do something. I want you to do something today. Do it right now, right after you end this podcast. All folks, we'll talk to you next episode. Safe line. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although host or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research. Music by Billy Wheeler. All rights reserved.